here we are, guys. Episode nine. We're about to hit Woo. double digits. Come on. It's getting old. Once we get to 10, we're stopping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> Boy, hey, real quick, though, we do have something fun playing 410. Okay. Episode 10, since it is double digits. You know, when you had a birthday and you were, you, you went from nine to 10, you were it's double digits. Deal. It's like, man, this is awesome. Uh, so, uh, next episode, we're going to have um, a plethora of people. Okay. Answering a whole bunch of questions. Okay. Right. So, so here's some of the questions real quick. Um, is the rapture going to happen before or after the antichrist? How do you identify demonic activity? Mm. Is speaking in tongues still a gift used today? Or is that something only in the past? Is it okay to listen to worship music from groups that you don't agree with their theology? Okay. Right. And then what is Eric's favorite Bible story? Okay. So here's the twist though, is, uh, if you're listening to the podcast today, have has anybody ever played Bean Boozled? You ever played Bean Boozled? I have not. So the Bean Boozled game is like, you like jelly beans? Yeah. I like jelly beans. But the problem with Bean Boozled is you got some jelly beans that are good, like that are actually jelly beans. Then you got some that uh, taste like dog food. Oh. You got some that taste like barf. You got some, like they're nasty. Okay. So we're going to line everybody up for next uh, episode. And we're going to pop some of those jelly beans. And if you make a face, then you have to answer a question. Mm. If you so sit you really, there stone cold, then you're good the whole episode. So the winner's not answering any questions. Exactly. Because who wants to answer those questions? The demonic questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're great questions. Yeah. But man, you don't want to be put on the spot to answer some of those. So, right. uh, so we're going to give uh, the folks up here some time to do some research, do some study, to prepare, but the goal is that you could eat a jelly bean and even if it tastes like barf, you're stone cold. Mm. You don't make a face at all. I know one time I, uh, I was drinking some sweet tea at a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. I stood up, I was in, playing high school football at the time. I, my whole team was there. I stood up to go get another plate and I came back there and put some soy sauce. Oh, in your in sweet my tea. Straw. Oh, my sweet tea in my straw. Oh. And whenever I hit that, ooh, man. Ooh. Hey, and you made a just, face. That was just soy sauce. Uh -huh. I couldn't imagine yeah, it's some going bark. Down. It's yeah. going down. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So, so, episode 10. Episode 10. Is going to be incredible. about to get beanie. Yeah, beanie. Boozley. Boozley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going at the same time <laughs> in the same direction. That's kind of scary. So, episode nine. Episode nine. It's about tithing. Mm -hmm. We're in the tithing season of our church right yep. now. All right. Should they be giving the gross or net when they're giving that 10%? You're getting taxes withheld, mm -hmm. everything else at work. So you got your gross pay, your net pay, net yep. pay. What uh, what should that 10% be based on? Yeah. I think that's a great question. And I think whoever asked the question, though, when, you, when you're asking the question, okay, we tithe, but what should we tithe off of? Right. Uh, first of all, I just want to say uh, you're probably in a good spot. True. Like if you're if you're just asking if you're going okay, I agree with the tithe, because uh, there's probably a lot of people listening right now that don't agree with the tithe, and we're going to get into that in a second. Um, but you probably already agree with the tithe, and you're probably just trying to figure out: Are you being obedient, or are you missing something as far as scripture? On should I tithe off of gross? Or should I tithe off of net? So first off, you're probably in a good spot because God really doesn't care about the amount, right? He gives you the ten percent. Right. Right. As a God. Um, but he cares about your heart in giving it. Right. The Bible says, I think it's second Corinthians nine, seven ish, 
somewhere around in there that says God, God loves a cheerful giver. So however you're giving, whether it's gross or whether it's net, if you're giving it with a cheerful heart, I'm pretty sure he ain't going, you know what? You know, we're going to get into some of this stuff. I got some thoughts and ideas, but I just want whoever's asking this question to go, you know what? I think I'm okay. Yeah, God has nothing, you know, no use for okay. your money anyways. He doesn't. He kind of has everything. That's right. And everything you have is his anyway, so. Yeah, you're really tithing for your own behalf. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so. I, got a, I got a couple thoughts, though, um, about gross or net, and we'll get to those. But I got more of a thought because you got people listening to the episode that, that may not be where this person is, mm-hmm. and they may be going, okay, well, tithing isn't a new Testament deal. Mm-hmm. It's an old Testament. It's a, it's a law, right? And, and that's at face value. That's true. Right. Right. So I just want to read it to you real quick. So Malachi three ten says, bring all the tithes. So without reading the whole verse there, that gets into our whole gross and net, like okay. all the tithes, all of them. But what's that mean? All, all the tithes. Well, it just means all. So, so we got some thoughts on that in a second, but it says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there will be enough food in my temple. And if you do, says the Lord of heaven's army, I will open up the windows of heaven for you. I'll pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. And then he says this, try me and put me to the test. So it's the first time really in scripture where God says, test me. Yeah. Right. Test me. And it's with your money and specifically with tithing. So the people who push back about tithing push back because they're going with that. That's a, that's a law. That, that was the Old Testament. And, and it is technically because when, when you look in Scripture and you study it, uh, God was actually testing his people to see if they would trust him. Right. Right. So does that mean, though, uh, if it was a, a under the law, does that mean now since Jesus came that it's no longer something that you and I have to do? So let me address that, because to be honest with you, uh, I think if you take other commandments that were under the law right. and you apply them to today, then you'll figure out that even though it's not under law today, then it's probably still best practices. See, there's always a principle behind the law. Right. And you and I had to figure out what that principle is. So if we go to the Ten Commandments, right, that thou shalt not murder. Yeah. Still don't need to do that. Okay. Like that, you and I would probably agree, and probably everybody listening would probably agree that's probably still a good principle to live by. Probably. Right. You and I shouldn't murder. If you want to keep living. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you go into you go into prison for a long time or you're getting the chair. Getting the chair. One way or the other. Like it's a good principle to live by. Uh so thou shalt not uh steal. Mm-hmm. Right? You got your wallet on you? I don't. Man, what are, what are you good for? I saw where this was going. I ain't got, my, <laughs> I ain't got my wallet on me either. But if I took it and I just was like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this. Yeah. You would go, no, I don't, I don't think so. Right? right. But I'm going, but I'm no longer under the law. Right. I'm a Christian now. I'm no longer under the law. So I don't, I don't have to abide by do not steal. Right. I, I, I can just take whatever or do not covet. Hey, I like your truck, man. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. love, I'd love that. Can I just take that and run with it? No, you can't take you can't. that and run with it. Right. So, uh, thou shalt not commit adultery. Hmm. Right. That's yep. probably still a good principle to live by today. No, you're not under the law, but there's a principle of when you commit adultery, you wind up hurting yourself. You wind up hurting everybody else around you. 
Yeah, right? so just because we're in the New Testament doesn't mean we all get to be polygamous now. Correct. Correct. What did you say earlier? Say, date night would be get interesting. <laughs> date night would be interesting. Yeah. So there's this whole thought process of when you say that about the tithe, well, yeah, yeah that's, that's under the law. I don't really have to abide by that anymore. If you put that in with every other commandment in the Old Testament, then every other commandment in the Old Testament, you're going, yeah, that's probably pretty good for us to apply today. Do not murder. Yep. Probably should not murder. Do not, do not commit adultery. Yep. Probably should not do that. Right. Honor your father and mother. Yep. Probably should do that. Yep. Yeah. You know, but when it comes to money and specifically tithing, people go, yeah, that's under the law though. Yeah. Okay. But it isn't necessarily because there's a principle behind that. And the principle is still good today in our time. Right. So let's talk about it for just a minute to all the people who say, okay, tithing is old Testament. I don't have to do it. Right. So it says bring the whole tithe. Right. Right. Bring all of it. Right. When you get down to uh, Leviticus 2730, it says one tenth of the produce of the lamb, whether grain from the fields or fruit from the trees belongs to the Lord, and it must be set apart to him as holy. Right. Still Old Testament. All right. Exodus 13 this is still Old Testament and the future. And in the future, your children will ask you, what does all this mean? Talking about how they sacrificed, mm-hmm. right? Then bring in the first fruit. Then you'll tell them, with the power of his mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, right? The place of our slavery. And Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go. So the Lord killed all the firstborn males throughout the land in Egypt, both people and animals. And this is why I now sacrifice all the firstborn males to the Lord, except the firstborn sons are always bought back. Mm. So this pretty much tells us in Exodus that that, that tithing gives you an opportunity to teach your kids stuff and not just to teach them stuff, but to tell them what God has been faithful with and what he's brought you out of. Right. Right. So, so in today's time, we still have that opportunity, even though we're not under the law, we're still under the opportunity of teaching our kids God's faithfulness. So when, when I write the check for tithes and my son sees it and he goes, man, why, why are we doing that to the church? Like now I have the opportunity to tell my kid about God's faithfulness. Right. Like this is what he's done for us. And why wouldn't we do something like this for him? Right. Yeah, so, and it's necessary. So it's it is. If the church is going to be the church. Oh, it is. It's like if you go to a bar. Okay. okay. You got some listeners that you're are gonna, going, I got, I got this. Okay. I'm following. You're going to buy a drink. Obviously, that's why you went to a bar. Mm-hmm. How much is the drink? Mm-hmm. How much is a beer there? Is it like three, four, mm-hmm. five dollars? However much. Mm-hmm maybe five dollars all right or you could go to the gas station and buy a case of beer Mm -hmm. for 25 dollars. all right so that's about a hundred dollars in the bar 25 in the gas station Mm -hmm. but you still want to go to the bar you got to give them the money Mm -hmm. or the bar's not going to be there yeah yeah and it's the experience it's the experience that you're after Mm -hmm. and if you uh if you like to come in here and hear your preacher talk or Mm -hmm. hear the worship band or whatever it is that's drawing you to to this church or any church you're going to, you've got to give back to that church Mm -hmm. or that experience might not be here for the next generation. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. 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 And it's the first. That's right. It's the first. Cause this is where people get to the place that they go, well, I can't afford to tithe. And and that's because they're they're looking at their bills and, and it's, you know, the house, yeah, the car, the insurance, you know, the kids' stuff and curriculum. Oh yeah, am I, you know, going out and having a good time, or am I going out and you know 
having my experiences, whatever those are, my movie money, my date night money, my, you know, and then it's like, okay, what's left over for me to give to God? Yeah, you can't do that. And that's not tithing. Because God's not going to the movie. He's not meeting us mm-hmm. at the movie on a double date. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need our money. He, We're giving him our tithe for our own benefit. Yeah. To say, hey, we're yep. sacrificing for you, mm-hmm. for you to replenish our lives and to mm-hmm. bless us. Yeah. So we're giving him that to receive his blessings. Mm-hmm. We're not, that's for our own benefit. And trusting him. It, yes. show, it builds your trust. Like God, God gives you this principle so that if we give 10% off the top, yep. that's you and I looking at him going, man, I trust you with that. If we have an apple and it's tree a big deal. and we pick 100 apples, mm-hmm. 10 of them are wormy, yep. I'm sure we're not going to give God our wormy apples. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, right? he wants to give them the fresh ones. Yeah, and that's first fruits. Yeah. Because that's biblical too. Because when you when you look at first fruits, you, you look at, and, and this is Old Testament, right? But Proverbs 3, 9 through 10, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part, right? Some virgins say the first fruits of everything you produce. Then he'll fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. Like that, that's the that's the first fruits that you're talking right. about, the apple tree, right? That's the same thing with our income. You get paid, it's the first thing off the top, right? That's Exodus 23, 19. As you harvest your crops, bring the very best of the first harvest to the house of the Lord your God. Yeah. So just because tithing the scriptures are Old Testament, there's still a principle for the New Testament, right? And, and the Bible also says that Jesus came not, not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. So if he's fulfilled the law, then that means he has given everything to the law that you and I couldn't give. That's right. Right? And he's fulfilled it all. So now what's your and our role when it comes to, to Jesus? If he did all of that for us, then what you and I can do from learning from the principle of the tithe is to go, man, you provided all of that for me. Yeah. So I'm just going to honor you. And do what I can. With the first that I have. Yep. And it's going to come back to you because of everything that you did for me. That's right. So that's tithing. So is it under the law? No, not necessarily, right? You, you mentioned earlier, Matthew 23, right? Where Jesus says you should tithe. Yeah. Right. So Jesus actually says in the New Testament that you and I should tithe. That's right. But then it goes on, it says, but don't don't forget all of these other things too, right? You're, you're thinking that tithing is just gonna, well, I'll, all I gotta do is tithe. And then I'll go to heaven. Yeah, or I paid I'll, my I'll, money. Yeah, I pay. I paid my dues. This ain't a membership. That's right. Right. It's not the country club. You don't go in and write your dues, and then you're you're free to do whatever you want. Yeah. No, he's going. Yes, you should tithe, but you should also live a life that's worthy of the calling of which God's placed on your life. And that that's a big nugget, right? So is it under the is tithing under the Old Testament law? Yes. But Jesus also makes it pretty clear that you and I should do it in the New Testament. That's right. As well. And there's a principle of just going, okay, I want to give God back what he's due. So that's my pitch for tithing. And like you just if said, people don't agree with it. Jesus fulfilled the law. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to be more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So which is to fulfill the law. Fulfill the that's law. a mic drop. Can you drop that mic real quick? No, don't don't drop okay. it. It's pretty okay. expensive, I think. Um, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Right? So the question, the heart behind the question, I think, is, okay, well, I, I believe in the tithe. I want to be obedient. But I also want to know, do I, get, do I give the tithe off of my gross or do I give it off of my net? Yeah. Um, so here's my first couple of thoughts with that. 
because you have some people that say, um, so, so gross income, that's what you get for anything gets taken out. Right. Right. Net is what you actually have in your account when your direct deposit hits. That's right. Okay. And it's different from your gross because uncle Sam's going to get what He's uncle gonna Sam's going to get. Right. So whatever tax bracket you're in, yep. that's all the stuff. It, either way, it's still going to go to the government or you're going to get arrested at some point when the IRS figures out that you ain't giving anything back to the yeah. government. Um, so let me ask you this question. If, uh, if we're looking at the Bible and it says, give, give Caesar what Caesar's and give God what's God's. Right. right. When you look at a dollar, like a dollar bill. Okay. Now, in that dollar bill, somewhere on it, it says, in God we trust. Right. Right. When you look at a coin, it says the right. same thing. Now, whether or not that's where our country actually lives right now and that whole in God we trust. Yeah. Or if we're trying to get out of that or get rid of it, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, but either way, on our tender, on our money, it says, in God we trust. So God said... Right. I know, Eric, whenever you just said on our Tinder, uh-huh. there's a couple people that's that not were, the app. thinking back. They were like, hold on now. They were just talking about <laughs> that's these not laws, the app. and I heard them mention adultery. <laughs> <laughs> don't get on the app if you're married. Do not do that. Pretty sure that that is a good principle to live by. Okay. Um, but on our money, that's what it says. Like, in God we trust. So if you get paid, um, who's the first person that gets the money? You? Me, they're gonna go ahead and hold Uncle Sam's. Uh, okay, so he's the first one. He's that gets the first the money. one that gets the money. So the government is the first one that gets any amount of your money. So they're taking our first fruits. Mm-hmm. Mm, we're gonna have to start a petition. So, so, <laughs> so if I'm if I'm going through here and I'm going like biblically trying to answer this question, now mm-hmm. if I tithe off of net, what I bring home, the thing that actually hits my account, right? Then who actually gets my first fruits? The government. The government. So, so, okay, if you're a follower of Jesus and you're trying to tithe and you're trying to be obedient, but you're tithing off a net, does that mean you're a horrible person? No. No. Does that mean you're not following God? No. That, that goes back to what I said earlier. Like, I think you're in a good position if you're going, I want to tithe. I just don't know what to tithe off of. Right. So am I going, uh, people who tithe off a net are wrong? No. Because it's their heart. They're going, okay, this is my money that I made, and I want to tithe off of it. So they're being a cheerful giver, tithing off of that. Um, but is there a play to tithe off of your gross? There is. I think there is, because this is how I handle that. Like Me and me and Cheyenne handle our finances, and we tithe off of gross. Because, and here's the main reason, and, and hopefully this answers the question. Um if I tithe off of net, the government gets first. Mm-hmm. So the only way that I can make sure the government isn't the people who get it first and God's the person who gets it first is for me to tithe off of gross. Right. So before the government takes anything out, this is what I make. And I'm going to make sure that I give God first. So I got to go to whatever that number is and give him his. And I'm going to give 10% off of that. And That's if I smart. do that, then I've, I've placed God above the government. Yeah, because who knows? That might have all happened. That might have been mm-hmm. a detour thrown in there by the devil. You never he know. said, you know what? We're going to give the government the first Did breed. you just call the IRS the devil? They are. I'm pretty <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast is going to get blacklisted. 
<laughs> oh gosh. But that that's true though. That's the only way you and I can out smart what's been placed on our lives anyway. Cause you right. didn't have a choice of whether or not you were going to give to the government. They, no. they just told you, uh, you do have a choice on whether or not you're going to give to God. And I think there's a big difference there. Right. So if you got government that's going, Hey, I'm, I'm going to take it. And God going, Hey, I, I want you to bring it. Right. It's that obedience factor. So if you're tithing off of net, then tithe off of net. Unless God tells you, Hey, I want you to tithe off of gross. Right. And that's the Holy Spirit. Like you and I have the Holy Spirit inside of us as followers of Jesus. Right. He can help us with that. So just start asking him. Um, but for me, the only way that I can make sure God gets first is to tithe off of gross. So before it ever hits my account, like I already know right. what I'm giving because I know the number of gross. Um, and I'll, I'll close with this one. But um, I heard a, a guy say one time, if you want net blessings, then tithe off of net. Mm -hmm. But if you want gross blessings, yeah. then tithe off of gross. Okay. And I don't think he was talking about like yucky blessings. I think he was talking about like massive oh, yeah. blessings. If you want favor in your marriage and peace in your house and, you know, calmness over your life. Right. Then, then that's not net blessings because net blessings is what most everybody yep. else gets. But gross blessings is what most everybody else miss. Yep. So to me, I would challenge, um, the question with which which type of blessing do you want? Do you want net or to do you want grossly blessed? Mm -hmm. So to me, that's where I land, and uh, and and that's what I tied off of is gross, and not net. Nice. So there we go. Well, hopefully that answers the question. I think so. I guess uh, now that we've gone through that, everybody needs to tune in for next week and yep. watch you eat some beans. Come on, let's eat some beans. Yeah. Figure it out. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. Work. I love it. All right. Well, I love hey, it. We'll see you all there. All right. See you guys.